Welcome to the Peachtree Podcast. Peachtree Learning Center is a nonprofit in Middle Tennessee dedicated to training and discipling students in all the fine arts to become excellent and skilled in order to spread the kingdom of God into the world of the arts. On this podcast, we will discuss topics designed to encourage, uplift, educate, and equip people to proclaim the kingdom more deeply in their own families and communities. Welcome back to Peachtree's podcast. We hope you've been here before, and um, we're very excited to bring you this episode of an interview I'm doing with um, Jolena Petersheim, who's a guest at our Readers Writers Workshop in a couple of weeks, and um, it's going to be a beautiful day of talking about creativity and listening to authors talk about how they got into their gift, and um, today I wanted to bring Jolena in to talk about that a little bit, so welcome, Jolena. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, Thrilled that you're part of our Peachtree community because you have four beautiful girls that we get to enjoy seeing every week. One not in classes yet, but you have beautiful family, and um, I've loved watching you bring bring your family here and be a just a sweet presence. And your girls are darling and precious and very loved. But I also have loved discovering this other part of you. That's this whole huge component of being a writer and a very skilled writer. I'm very much a fan of the way you describe things in your books and the characters that you draw are very real. So I want to hear you talk a little bit about um, how that got started for you. What did that look like in the beginning? I was very young when I just fell in love with the written word. Someone gave me the Anne Green Gables series by Ella Montgomery classic series. I think it's a set of eight. And I started just reading them and I, she had Redmond College and all these different experiences and became a writer and just a very prolific imagination. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, man, I could do this when I grow up. I could become a writer. And I just, from absorbing the written word, I just wanted to write. And I think Mm -hmm. those things are very compatible. Like you have to read in order to write. And so one of the best things I can tell parents is just to give your kids good quality literature. And from that, it'll produce naturally an ability to compose. And so I was probably eight, nine, and I told my parents, I want to be a writer when I grow up. And they're very kind of out of the box thinkers. So they're always very supportive of my dream, even if it was um, not exactly like a cubicle job or something. They just thought, you know, let's pursue this. And so they would just mostly make sure I had quality literature um, at my fingertips and stock up at the library. And sometimes we would take some literature back that wasn't probably good quality literature that I had <laughs> scarfed up for myself and um, just started reading and writing and, you know, filling out my little journals. And mm-hmm. then as I got older, um, I became part of the student newspaper at my school. And mm-hmm. then also I volunteered with a local newspaper in my community and just was kind of their little girl who would run around and, you know, interview people. And I had a mm-hmm. blast doing it. And went to college and uh, was the first person in my family to go to college. And so that was a really neat experience and kind of one of those things that's like, okay, let's just try this. And my parents were very supportive, even if they didn't really know what that looked like. And we, um, you know, went to school and I just loved it. Let my professors double majored in English and communication arts. So a little bit of the journalism aspect, mm-hmm. but um, with English, it was really gave me a sound foundation with quality literature and then also composition, of course. But um, the journalism at that point anyway, was inverted pyramid style. So very black mm-hmm. and white, mm-hmm. not a lot of descriptions. They, they make it inverted pyramid so they can lop off the bottom <laughs> and make it still fit in a newspaper format. Mm-hmm. And now it's mostly, you know, scrolling. So that space isn't as confined, but um, I was like, I don't really don't think this is me because the editor would go through and chop and chop. And I was like, I don't I think I'm more of a novelist than a journalist. So I kind of reverted back to my original plan as a young girl. And um, I got married to my husband in 20 or t- sorry, 2008. Mm-hmm. And we moved kind of in this area. Mm-hmm. And I just 
you know, kind of a little bit lonely, didn't know a lot of people and didn't have a large community to kind of plug into. And so I started writing a story. Mm. And that one I sent to my professor who's generous, generous enough to read it, and then said, I don't think this is quite ready. So I sobbed, put it in the drawer, started another one. And I realized, okay, I don't think I can actually quit. This is something that really, I just love and I love Mm. to be able to work on it. Mm. And I had my first daughter in 2012. And um, she was three months old when I got a two book contract with Tyndall House in Chicago. And I was 26 when it was published. It's called The Outcast. Mm. And it's a modern retelling of the Scarlet Letter set in an older Mennonite community in Tennessee. And then The Midwife, which we were talking about earlier, and The Alliance, The Divide, and then How the Light Gets In. So those are five novels that I released while also having my children. So Mm. I have uh, had three daughters in the course of those books being released. And then I also took a break. And now I'm getting ready to finish up edits on another novel and submitting it to my agent. So it's exciting to have this this gathering with Peachtree also correspond with kind of getting back in the publishing field. I didn't realize you were working on another one. We've got two other people coming that are about to publish books this year, too. So we'll have to get into that the day y'all are here. That's exciting. We got a delivery yesterday of all the books from our local bookshop, Plenty, that are going to be offered at the table for you and Dr. Weber and uh, Brianne. All those books came in yesterday. So we've been uh, just smelling the, oh, the book. Yes. I, I get so excited about this stuff. But um, yeah, I became a reader at a young age, too. So I, I totally empathize with what you're saying about falling in love with the written word and mm-hmm. being able to read good books. And that's another topic we're going to touch on that day. I think Dr. Weber is going to talk about that specifically the first hour. And and, and address the difference between giving your children brain candy versus giving them something mm-hmm. that's some meat and something nourishing for mm-hmm. their brains, because there's a lot of temptation, I'll say, to give in and just give them the lowest common denominator of thought. And really what we need to be doing is helping them aspire to what you described. And, mm-hmm. and not that everybody's going to be a writer, but being able to express yourself with written words or spoken words is a very important tool that I think is being eroded daily with the way we interact mm-hmm. with each other. So. But that's the way God chose to communicate. So I feel like it's a very mm-hmm. important way to communicate. And he also did it in a creative way. So the fact that you're writing novels is definitely something that carries the image story. of the Lord. He, he a wrote story. a story for us to read. And therefore, we're storytellers because we're mm-hmm. created in his image. And mm-hmm. I think it all takes different forms through creativity, dance, mm-hmm. you know, painting, writing, you know, all these different forms. And yet it it's still pointing back to the creator. It is. All of it. I, I read a very encouraging book by him. Um, Edith Schaefer, she was Francis Schaefer's wife about the art. I think it's called The Art of Beauty. But she talked about even as a as a wife and mother in your home, bringing beauty mm-hmm. into every space is still bearing that image out, even if you're not in a season of living out some creative specific gifts. Absolutely. Being able to just bring beauty into your home and, and lift your family's eyes a little bit because of it inspires them to just think that way. So, um so how old were you when your first book was published? Again? 26. That's when it was beautiful. on the shelves. Oh, that's exciting. I had a funny little goal. I wrote out like, I want to, you know, make a pie from scratch and run a marathon and have a book published by 25. And I was like, well, I'll still count it because I signed the contract when I was 25. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Very exciting. So what's your new book about? So my new book is, um, it's not contracted with a publisher at this point, but mm-hmm. it is about actually Rugby, Tennessee. Oh, and yeah. it's a loose historical retelling uh, from kind of Hagar's perspective at Ishmael and Isaac and just kind of the warring that takes place because Rugby, Tennessee, for listeners who aren't familiar, it's a living Victorian village that was established in 1882 by a man or 1880 by Thomas Hughes. He Mm -hmm. was a prolific author himself, a lawyer, politician based in England, and he had gotten a lot of funds through publishing a book called Tom Brown's School Days. 
And he used that to establish this utopian society for the second sons of the established British gentry. But of course, they didn't know how to really work hard and dig in the soil and make a living for themselves. So the village ultimately imploded. Hmm. But um, through that, being up there and staying there myself with my family, I was like, this this story needs to be told. Yeah. So I'm yeah. working on finishing that up. And I really do love it. Oh, that sounds beautiful. That's what a great um, analogy to draw the second sons mm-hmm. into that. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful place. I know they do a lot of um, reenactments and stuff there, and, and have some special events all year that keep that alive. But absolutely, that's a great idea for a story. I can't wait to read that. I was um, I was talking to you before we started about the midwife that I was I'm borrowing from my daughter and finishing before the the day we, that gets here. And it's is it still in print? Is that one still available in print? That one is still available okay. through Kindle. And, okay. and I think it, it's still in print in some areas, but it's not. Of course, if you go to like Books a Million or Barnes right. & Noble, because it was released in 2014, it wouldn't be like on the shelves tangibly. Okay. But it's always okay. au- available through audiobook format and Kindle. Okay. I, I looked for it um, one or two places and I didn't see it in print. And I was hoping it was still around because such a such a beautiful story. Um, I love the way you draw pictures with your words. It definitely comes through that way. I, I see them all in my head. Um, so tell us a little bit about your um, your background before that. You said you went to college. Where did you end up going to college? I went to University of Cumberland in Kentucky. Okay. So I was Tennessee raised, born and raised, or not okay. born and raised, actually born in Pennsylvania, moved to Tennessee, but raised in Tennessee. Okay. And so I went to Kentucky, not too far away, but far enough that I couldn't just head home you know, mm-hmm. for a weekend. Mm-hmm. And I really loved that. And I loved being in the country still. And mm-hmm. my professors were wonderful. And I've, I've had a wonderful experience. There. And then you met your husband after college? After college. We actually met at church mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. when I was just 15, but we didn't date until I was almost 20. Okay. And so we, we held off. You know, at that point, I thought I was so grown up and I really wasn't, but I felt like we waited a really long time to start dating. <laughs> it felt like a long We time. got married when I was 22 once I had graduated. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. What a precious thing. Thank you. So, um, so another topic we're going to talk just briefly about the day of our workshop. Um, I'm going to touch, get you each to touch on a little bit. I think every, every person there that's old enough has been writing alongside being a parent and and raising a family. And I, I love I love the fact that both of those wheels are in full mm-hmm. bloom right now in your life. And I know they are with Dr. Repper too. She's talked about that. She's got all four of her children still at home, and but she's been writing all this time as well. And mm-hmm. there's a lot there's a lot to that. But also I think it's um, I think it's a there's a grace over that, I believe. And mm-hmm. I believe it's really important for our children to see us be productive and mm-hmm. and still walk in the gifts we've been given and not put everything on suspension. Although it's great to take seasons off and do things for a while, it's also mm-hmm. good for them to see that Absolutely. mom and dad are fully formed humans and they don't stop life when, when they come along. So we're going to talk about that a little bit that day too. And then we're going to um, we're gonna take questions at the end for the last hour or so. So who knows where, where all that will lead us, but I know there'll be some anointed moments in that too. So um Okay, so we are excited to um, wrap this up by saying, come come join us that day and hear more from Jolena and more from all four of our other authors. Um, we still have some seats available. It's two weeks from tomorrow. So we're getting ready. We're in the throes of bringing together things that'll be very exciting to share. We'll have some um, fun things here from two different Instagram shops that uh, several of us love. One is called Sweet Sequels and one is called um, Kindred Spirit Books. And they're both sending boxes of stuff. They're they're from far away and can't get here, but they're sending us stuff to sell on their behalf, which is a lot of fun. And then um, we'll have some moments. We'll have a break in the middle when um, all the authors can take time to mingle and get some coffee and tea and sign books if you want to and that kind of thing. So it's going to be a lot of fun to have everybody here. But I'm so thankful that you're here and going to be part of it, Jelena. Oh, I'm absolutely thrilled and I can't wait to meet everyone. Yeah, we're excited about it. Thanks for sharing your day with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
To support this podcast, please go follow us on your podcast platform of choice. And if you're interested in knowing more about the work of Peachtree, please go visit our website at peachtreelearningcenter.com for more information.